Hello, I am Chris from the Geek Peak Podcast, and I am very excited to introduce my two friends here. Miles? Hello, I'm Miles from the Disc Dump Podcast and Toast of the Realms Podcast. And Josh? Hi, I'm Josh from the Four Nerds by Nerds Podcast. We are very, very excited to be doing a brand new podcast together. We are joining forces, and we are going to be reviewing horror movies. It is called High on Horror. It's going to be our podcast where we talk all about horror movies. We're going to review them, and we're even going to have some audience participation. I hope you guys are excited. The show will debut in September, so be on the lookout for that. In the meantime, you can follow us on social media. We are on Instagram, which is high underscore on underscore horror. You can also follow us on Twitter at high on horror. The O in on is a zero. And remember, life is tough. So why not take a break and get high on horror? For Nerds by Nerds Production. Welcome back to the Four Nerds by Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Josh. Today we're doing something very interesting. I've been very excited for this. Uh, we're going to talk about the Fantastic Four movies and whether or not we think Marvel will be able to pull off a new Fantastic Four movie, giving all the material that has already been put out in movie form and the kind of bad taste in people's mouths from some of the negative stuff. But we'll also talk about all the good stuff from the movies and uh, just what we think they need to do to kind of knock it out of the park. But it's not just me today. Uh, joining me is Red from the Nerd Crusade podcast. Hi, how we doing, buddy? Not so bad. Not so bad. Boy, am I excited for this. I've got some opinions. Yeah, he is. He is giddy. <laughs> uh, also joining us, we have Mike from the Twisted Cape podcast. Hey. What's going on, buddy? Not much, man. Re- I'm, I'm pretty pumped for this as well. I and love the Fantastic Four, so uh, this should be fun. Yeah. Yeah. And that is the that is kind of the thing. It's I don't think anyone has hate for the Fantastic Four, but lots of people have hate for a lot of things from the movies. So. <laughs> boy oh boy. But uh to start off with, let's uh let's start with you, Mike. What is, what are your overall thoughts so far of like everything we've seen and and everything we've gotten from Fantastic Four? Like do you think that it deserves kind of the ire that it gets from fans as like they have never done it right, and it's it's all bad because that's kind of where people stand nowadays. Uh, so, like, people are like always super polarized and always go to extremes. In my opinion, um, they're not good, but uh, I mean, up until like that twenty fourteen movie, whatever it is, yeah, not- they're not t- terrible. I guess is the, is the best way to go. Like, uh, I just I did just rewatch them. Uh, I said that right before we uh, started recording, and. <laughs> Um, it, it doesn't quite capture the spirit of fantastic four. If that, like they're supposed to be adventurers and explorers. And to me, they're kind of reduced to like bank robbery, stopping lab workers almost. Yeah. And it's just like, it's, that's not like, that's not who they're supposed to be. Yeah. They're just kind of people that like a ragtag team that happens to wind up becoming superheroes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. 
and they all have like a loose connection to each other. And it's just like, uh, okay. I mean, for what it is, I'm not mad, but I, uh, you know, it, it could have, it could have been stronger, I suppose. Yeah. It came out. Okay. The, the original series came out a very odd time for comic book movies. Yeah. It's, it's pre MCU and it's, it's, but it's like, it's post X-Men and Spider-Man, but, and there Blade. was just this end blade, yeah, and there was just this kind of like 2005 to 2007 <laughs> period of just utter shit that we got. Oh my god! Um, but yeah, Red, what are, what are your thoughts on on what we've seen so far? So the only one I absolutely despise is Rise of the Silver Surfer and oh. Fan Stick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you only despise two thirds of them? <laughs> yeah, I mean when you. I mean, than I did in school, but whatever. <laughs> so as as a shining turd out of the three is the original one. You, you know what? It, That's a yeah, very go good point. Like watching the original into Rise of Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer is not good. <laughs> but the first one's really not bad it's by super, comparison. Yeah. Um, yeah, the first the one is I've, not bad. The words I've used to describe it is super inoffensive. Yeah. There's no glaring, like, big problems with it. Yeah, if you start to pick it apart, like, you know, some of the acting, it's very of a time. It's very of a piece. But aside from that, totally fine. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of a basic origin story, right? I mean, Iron Man is the movie that really changed the game for origin stories, right? And then we've right. kind of gotten that rehashed over and over and over again. But, I mean, you have to cover four char- five characters because you introduced Doom as well. Um, yeah, uh, I got thoughts on Doom. We'll get there. Um, but, like, <laughs> it's just, you know, it, it, it handles a lot of complex, like, character arcs really quickly, which is, you know, admirable for a movie that came out in, like, 2004. It's true. Yeah, they, they kind of, they don't waste any time. They no. get right to it, and they get they get right to the superpowers and everything, and establish all the relationships, which is kind of good because it doesn't leave you any time to question like, <laughs> why is Johnny Storm there just because he's Sue Storm's brother? <laughs> like, yeah. make him a like why was he allowed to come? Yeah. So he <laughs> see, so he was a pilot, and he was all right because I just watched it. It's super fresh in my mind. Johnny was supposed to be the pilot over Ben. But but Ben is a better pilot, so they they now have two pilots, and Johnny was the pilot that flew them to the space station, and then the space station is where things get wonky. <laughs> yeah. So before we go any further, uh, basically what we're doing here is that uh, Marvel has announced that sometime in the near future they will be releasing a Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> now that directed bought- by John Watts. Yep, John, directed by John Watts, who's doing who he just did the Spider Man trilogy, right? Yep. Yes, sir. That's and uh, we just kind of are trying to figure out because, like we said, the first movie is good, and it is it's hard because, like, with the X Men, you can look at the X Men movies and be like, Marvel can really knock it out of the park because they can do like comic accurate costumes, which has never been done before, and stuff like that, and like actual storylines and really hammer down storylines and do them properly that they fucked up but when you look at the fantastic four it's like well we got comic accurate costumes pretty much yeah i mean besides right. the thing they gave him pants into the trunks but i mean that's fine. i don't yeah, you know what I, yeah i don't mind the pants at all um 
And then, like, we got some pretty accurate, like, storyline, or, like, at least, like, the way, like, at least the way Doom winds up looking and stuff is pretty accurate. I mean, they did change a lot of his storyline. <laughs> yeah. He's not as cool. He doesn't have as cool of powers and shit. No. But when He's you look the worst. It, it's like, <laughs> they have to redo some of this. They're it's going true. to. We got to retread some of that water for sure. Yeah. And, like, how are they going to do that without like messing it up or making people be like, I've already seen this. So I've got exactly how you start. Ready? <laughs> All right. You make a Reed Richards an asshole. Yeah. Reed Richards is supposed to be. And I feel like Reed Richards is an asshole. <laughs> kind of was like watching it through like, like oh, look, Johnny's also kind of a ridiculous asshole in, in the movie, but Reed's kind of not a great dude. No. <laughs> right. But living in a world where you have Iron Man and his, you know, billionaire philanthropy, like taking an, I don't want to say edgier, but like more digging into like the griminess of that. Cutthroat nature. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I think you'll find strength in that. Uh, I wouldn't mind new bearded. Uh, Mr. So, like that we always have now. Yeah, as a character design, I I 100% agree. Uh, it's it's like so good. Like I love uh, look, uh, beards are great. Uh, I mean, when you have a beard, you just love your beard. That's right. And I think uh, <laughs> as Me a character design, chin. <laughs> it 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 makes him look like just more rugged and badass. Like in my opinion. Yeah. It gives him more of a personality because he's just kind of like a featureless person <laughs> in the comic books. Well, I mean, he's got the gray around the temples. Yeah. But, and, yeah. And that's pretty unique to him and Stephen Strange, which is a little weird, but whatever. That's fine. That's one That's one thing. Um, I would I would almost give it the Spider-Man treatment where we kind of skip some of the origin story. Because we just kind of... Like, we never see Uncle Ben get shot. And, I mean, we just need to stop killing characters over and over again. We don't need to see Uncle Ben die again. We don't need to see the Waynes die again. Like, the Kents. Like, uh, that. we're just done with that. Like, it's cool. We don't have to murder parents. It's It, like, puts a bad taste in your mouth, you know? Yeah. But skip, kind of skip, only, like, hint at the origin story. Like, don't, don't do that. Make them more of a formed team right away. And then also, and this might not be popular, don't do Doom. Don't do Doom right away. So yeah. what do you want? Mole Man instead? Like, Well, I think the the fun part of Fantastic Four is, like I said, they are explorers. So maybe go maybe go negative zone. Maybe do a little Nihilus. Maybe like like get out there and get weird. Blastar, let's go. I don't even care. Let's let's just do weird shit up front. So okay, okay. Let's double down on your weird shit. Let's throw Herbie in there from the start. Oh yeah, absolutely. It, and I better have a non-product uh, placement Dodge Fantastic car ready to go. <laughs> like that's what I want. I wouldn't mind them starting with like an already established team, and maybe yeah. you get like flashbacks or something like that. Or that yeah, they just kind of like hint at it, or you know, talk about Marvel nowadays is is perfectly fine with talking about things vaguely, like the incident that happened in, <laughs> in all of the Netflix series. Um, that, sh- that shit irritates the hell out of me. 
Oh, you think it was the big green guy? If the Hulk really existed, we would all praise him like he was a god. <laughs> you wouldn't not know his name. Yeah, exactly. You you would you would call him the Hulk or yeah. Banner. Like, come on, you can just say the names, yeah. guys. It's not the guy with the hammer. He's literally a god. <laughs> There's <laughs> literally a day named after him that you say in casual conversation. Like, shut up. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't mind an established team a lot for the potential of getting a uh, Franklin Richards as well. Ooh. So here's uh, my thought. Ready? That's so if you're going to introduce Franklin Richards, we know that Kang already exists in uh, Ant-Man 3 Quantumania. And yeah. there's a storyline where those are the same people. Yeah, I was kind of. That, that is was, true. That was going to be my next point. I'm shocked that knowing they were making a Fantastic Four movie and the fact that they do desperately need to get away from Doom. I'm surprised that they're using Kang in Ant-Man 3 and they didn't save him to be the villain in Fantastic Four. Well, it's time travel. Like, there's there's no more, like, logical person to use in a, like, a quantum realm time hop than, than Kang, right? Like, it's true. Yeah. But I just feel like he's more he's more associated with the Fantastic Four. Oh yeah, he definitely is. It's well, it's Fantastic for sure. Four, then Avengers, and then, you know, have your pecking order or whatever. <laughs> oh, and then Exiles. Don't forget Exiles. Oh yeah. They fucked with him at two, apparently. Mm-hmm. It's a good call. It's a good call by you. I like that. <laughs> oh, dude, Exiles, listen, that is the most recent run done by Sal- uh Saladin Ahmed. Uh, uh masterful. Ooh. Might have to pick that up then. Yeah, oh, it features what? a cartoon Wolverine named Wolvie, Valkyrie <laughs> that looks like she's from the movies, and Blink. Blink? I love Blink. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, Kang... Let's see, that's the thing about the Marvel Universe, as long as they don't kill it... The Marvel Cinematic Universe, rather. As long as they don't kill the villain, you can reuse Kang. But then again, there's multiple versions of Kang as well. Throughout right. time that like exactly simultaneously exists, so you can just keep bringing Kang back as much as you want. Sort yeah, of like Ultron. They, they really got to stop killing people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like seeing a villain team up movie in a good uh, way would be awesome. Like, like in a an Thunderbolts, estab- like in an established or a Secret Six. Oh yeah, well, it doesn't that. even have to be a team. I mean, just like we get a bunch of pri- we get a bunch of prisoners in the raft. From all these last six movies, now mm-hmm. they're all going to team up. And yeah, Baron Zemo's right. in the raft, hey? Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah Zemo's still around, thankfully. He's dance his way through the raft. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like, the only way they do that is like, oh, we're just going to put three new villains in this movie and they're going to fight the, the good guy. And it's like, no, like, maybe like ground us a little bit more mm-hmm. for, for the next Avengers movie. Like, because everyone keeps going like, how's it going to get bigger? How's it going to get more bigger than Thanos? Like, it doesn't have to be bigger than Thanos. Like, you could get to Galactus eventually. Right. But you don't have but, to go there right away. <laughs> Galactus is more Fantastic Four thing. Yeah. Right now, right now we're telling, like, character stories as opposed to, like, world stories. Yeah. And That's so the I beauty think of Disney you, Plus, too. Yeah. yeah. And I think that. You know what? If you're going to do Kang, I think you've got to do Kang like after Ant-Man, like he shows up for one or two more movies. Like he's not the next Thanos because we just went from one big purple guy to another big purple guy. (laughs) Yeah. And I think like a, a less educated audience than us, a less devout audience would be like, well, we just like 
I guess we don't like purple in this world. All right, fine. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like if I was purple, I'd start to feel some type of way about people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't need the mutants as your allegory then. <laughs> no, you really wouldn't. Uh, purple people just can't stand them. <laughs> Earth is united against purple people. Yeah. <laughs> so to go back to the older films, it, like like we said, the first one's not bad. It's pretty good. Uh, it's, it's it fun. is definitely of the times. Yeah, the second true. one is not <sighs> no. good. Oh boy. But Silver Surfer is really good in that movie. <laughs> Yeah, for the five minutes total he's in that movie, he's <laughs> totally not in the movie fine. much. So that second movie is, and, and honestly, I watched it like an hour and a half ago. It is a terrain wreck. I do not understand how that movie like made it out of like script revisions and and literally anything else. Like I, it was just an absolute mess. Reed and Sue are getting married, but they can't stop being superheroes, but they do want to stop being superheroes. But hey, we saved the world, so let's keep being super- like it's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> They're extremely worried about paparazzi at their wedding, but they oh still have it outdoors instead of it's, inside. Like, really? They did wind up doing it in China. You're like, what are you what the hell is happening here? What is actually going on? And like Ben, I think Ben actually has the most cohesive storyline between the two movies. Like once he finds Alicia and, and he becomes more grounded and then he's yeah. just kind of like almost like a bit character in the second movie altogether. Yeah. Like he just never shows up. And like when, he, when he's there, he's like just comic relief, which is it's doing uh, opportunity's favorite nephew a, a real disservice. You know, <laughs> honestly, it's it's given like, oh, who is that? Michael Ironside? Uh, Michael Chiklis. Oh, yeah, that's it. You know what? If we're going to pull from more movies, I think in the Marvel version, Michael Chiklis comes back. He was not bad as Ben Grimm, but I think like the biggest problem that I had outside of Chris Evans at the time is they were all maybe a little too old. Sure. Yeah. He, like, he definitely sticks out as old compared to like Jessica Alba. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. Twenty-three-year-old Jessica Alba and freaking forty-year-old Michael Chiklis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like mid twenties, early thirties. Like that's kind of where they should be. Johnny should be may, skew maybe a little bit younger, but like don't. But go I think too if far. we're gonna have our salt and pepper read that because the two went to college together, you're gonna need an older Ben Grimm anyway. I suppose. You've got a match. Yeah. You're right. Well, I mean, you mean he didn't get gray temples from just being in outer space? <laughs> <laughs> just from all the stress of dealing with all of their shit? Uh, oh, well, I mean, people do go gray a lot younger now because stress. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, it was just like, it was so weird because like the guy, like Ian Gruffid, I think. I don't, I don't know how to properly say his name. He has a lot um, of weird names in this movie. <laughs> yeah. He just like him paired with Jessica Alba. I was just like, this feels strange. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, I this like feels this feels a little all. like weird. Like, should I call somebody? Are you okay? <laughs> Blink twice. If you're not okay. Like, <laughs> is he making you stay here? <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, like doom, uh, the guy they cast for doom. Like he's just, <laughs> He's not even really just like a, a bad guy. He's just kind of a creep. 
Like, yeah. <laughs> like if you were to turn a corner and this guy is just like staring at you like really weird, you're just like, no, nah, I'm out. <laughs> he, Listen, he, that- he was on Nip Tuck and he's like the exact <laughs> yeah, same character. So I just kept expecting him to whip his dick out like at all times. <laughs> In 2021, that doom got me too. <laughs> absolutely, that's Look, what happened. That guy, all of absolutely. his assistants, all of his assistants came out and went, "This guy sucks. <laughs> He's he is terrible." And my uh, wife was watching with me because she she said she owns the movies, but she's never watched them. And I was like, "All right, fine. So right, we're gonna fix that." <laughs> So, I'm about to ruin your night. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's my job as her husband, first of all. Uh, so we're, we're watching it. We're watching it. And she's like, in everything I've ever seen him in, he's kind of just the bad guy. I've never seen him do anything different. I was like, typecast. <laughs> it's, it's a hell of a drug. If that dude had a mustache, he would twirl it. Like, Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> well, he was basically Satan and charmed. He was in charmed and he was the devil. Yeah. That was a far reach. I'm impressed. Good job. Thanks, buddy. His dad was also uh, used to be the prime minister of Australia. What? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, he's from Australia. How the hell? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Throwing out all the facts. No wonder he's evil. He's bred from like <laughs> criminals. They're all criminals over there. He was birthed, yeah, on a prison colony. <laughs> yeah, it's second nature to him. <laughs> What I want to know, like, what was Fox's reluctancy to m- actually make him like the dictator of his own country and give us actual like Doom? Doom is a warlord. Doom is like Doom is an hacker uh, or a or a fucking Bill Gates tech genius or whatever the fuck he was. So in the first movie, I think they just wanted to establish him as Reed's direct rival, right? Right. But in the second movie, he's just kind of there. He's a plot device, really. He's a statue for part. He was, a, yeah, he was. Yeah, a statue. for like three quarters of the movie, and then he just shows up. He's like, "I can help you with I'm the silver server problem," and then I'm taking his board. And you're just like, "What?" <laughs> it's like, "What are you even doing? Why are you doing what you're doing? It doesn't make sense." Why do you do the things you do, man? <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they do say he's from Latveria, and it's yes. like. He doesn't have an accent. <laughs> He's not nope. even trying for an accent. Not Middle Europe at all. I will say that the guy he murders in the first one from his board, uh, he's like, oh, maybe you should go back to the old country. And he immediately blasts a hole through the middle of his body. And I was like, you earned that. You should yeah. talk talk shit, get hit. Like, it's just... Exactly. Pull a Darth Vader move and just smack that guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Like Doom should not be a character that is easy to mess up, right? Like he's right. fundamentally a bad guy. In, like you, yeah. in fullness, Doom hypothetically should should be able to carry his own movie. Yeah, that's absolutely yeah. right. He should be charismatic enough and then also kind of I don't know. Like a villain you love to hate. Yeah. Yeah, like Loki, right? Like, like Loki, but an asshole. But an absolute asshole, like all the time for no good reason. Like, yeah, I, w- I want to see an actual like terrifying Doctor Doom. Like, I want him to be like fucking scary. Yeah, like he should be he should be smart and threatening all the time, but should be able to like ooze charm at times 
when necessary. And then also go a little over the top, like bow before doom. Like, I want that. I want that. Right. In ways Give that I cannot Doomba. express. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah so here's go. my question. My question about the doom thing is there's two states of mind when it comes to exactly what doom's face looks like. And I kind of want to toss this question out of, okay, in our, you know, MCU Fantastic Four, does he have a scar or is his face like meatloaf? Well, um, I think a scar is just a little too easy, but if you, if you make it look like ground beef, like you also have to compete with Deadpool, which like they already have him look like a, <laughs> I can't think of any of the good burns that he used. <laughs> like like, like an avocado, avocado yeah. had sex with an ass. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll go as far to say, I, I will be perfectly happy with not seeing doom's face at all. Yeah. Only show him in the mask. Yeah, or if you're going to take the mask off, if it comes off anyway, it is, you you just don't, you don't see it at all. You never show it. So the mask has to be, actually, I think the mask in this movie, in these movies were actually pretty good. Yeah. The the mask, the mask was pretty sweet. Um, In a baller move, they should just use the same mask. (laughs) Yeah. Same. Honestly, (laughs) when he's, when he's like masked up with the hood and, and the cloak rather. Like, that's a really good look. Like, I was looking yeah. at it, I was like, damn. Like, they just, there's like a shot where he just kind of turns around and the hood is up and the mask is on. I'm just like, yeah, man, they fucking nailed that. That looks great. Yeah, like in this moment, but in a different movie. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Dead on. I think what are, what are the chances that we're definitely going to get? And I'd say the chances are pretty high that we're definitely going to get more towards an Iron Man style Doctor Doom, kind of yeah. like the run they just did. What was that called? Yeah. It was Superior a, Iron Man. Yeah, Superior Iron Man, where Doctor Doom was Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I don't want that. I think just tech wise, because they're not. I don't think they'll do like he has. Oh, it's infamous ring. Iron Man. I'm looking right at it. Infamous Iron Man. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You're absolutely right. It was infamous. I'm thinking Spider Man. That was Superior. Um. Yeah, so I mean, I, I just, I just don't know. I, I would like to see. First of all, I want him to be that that dictator because I love like it's it's the flimsiest excuse, but I love the whole diplomatic immunity thing. That is just so fun to play with, and he has an embassy in New York, so he's just kind of he kind of be wherever, and he gets out of trouble for just no good reason. And then, like, I want him to be smart. And I, I, honestly, I wouldn't mind him dabbling in a little bit of magic because by then we'll have a really established magical corner of the MCU instead of, you know, just the one movie or whatever. But we now we've had WandaVision and we'll have a second movie by then. I, I wouldn't be mad to see him uh, play around with magic a little bit. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. I'd love to see him go up against I, like Dr. Doom or something. I would think in a in a perfect world. Triumph of Torment is Doom's next movie because we'll have established Doctor Strange. It was a theory that I had had that Triumph of Torment is going to be like the basis in which Doctor Strange 2 builds from Hmm. that Wanda will come to the Sorcerer Supreme and go. I'm going to make you do this. Yeah, I like it. And we will go through hell and we will go get my boys. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that is. And I didn't expect that at the end of WandaVision. I was like, oh, I thought we were done with it. <laughs> yeah, nope. Definitely not done with it. No, um, sir. And I'm thrilled by it. Yeah, 
I'm, I'm happy they lean back in. New vision becomes Dr. Doom. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> We're going in the wrong direction. <laughs> we are. <laughs> we are. But like Herbie, right? He's got to be in this movie. <laughs> Herbie needs to be in the movie. Yeah. Uh, 100%. For the kids, man. Think about the kids. Right? Think about the no mom. fuck the kids. Think about the merchandise. <laughs> There'll be some I, sort of like Herbie prototype in the background of one of the labs or something. Hell yeah, there's gonna be. I'd add her I'd add Herbie to my, my shirt collection like immediately. Like immediately. <laughs> I would just make him the most badass character ever. <laughs> like yeah. all innocent and then a bunch of like machine guns come out of his arms and stuff. <laughs> So uh, when uh, I don't know if you guys read Iron Man 2020, but uh, like Herbie's basically on his own and <laughs> just he's a foul mouthed little robot. And it's 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 perfect. Yes. Like oh, it is. Exactly it's amazing. Mean. Wait, I is mean, he like that? Uh, that car from the Transformers movies? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Bumblebee. No, he's not Bumblebee. No, no. The little <gasps> oh! car that make. Yeah. The little car that like starts oh. to hump things near Megan Fox. <laughs> <laughs> he's not quite that bad. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, okay. But he just hates humans, and he's just like he's kind of a dick about it. Like the the rest of the series, not great. But uh, I thought that was entertaining. I actually think that like if we did that version of Herbie, like that playing off a like Ben Grimm and Johnny is going to be masterful. Yeah. Whereas really Sue Sue and Reed can be over here doing their thing, doing sciencey things, or bickering for all we care. Ah, in their world, it's the same thing. <laughs> True. And then you've got Herbie in the back just being an asshole. <laughs> She'll be their rocket raccoon, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll be mad about that. But, but so, yeah, less useful. <laughs> so it just uh, popped into my head. Uh, you guys were talking about um, possibly having Franklin Richards. Well, if you remember correctly, Agatha Harkness is their nanny is the nanny to the kids for a little while. Yeah. So you could just bring her right back uh, eventually, if, you know, you so desired, and set up some stuff down the road. That is true, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see, now that, like, the Marvel TV shows are actually made by Marvel, like, mm-hmm. and yeah. not on Netflix anymore, like, well... They really played we- the whole make mine Marvel on that card, hey? Yeah, like, will they, will all of this stuff I mean, we know Wanda's going to be in Doctor Strange, so like, it definitely has to transfer into the movie universes. Oh yeah. Oh, well, well, Sam Wilson's going to be Captain America in this Captain America movie, so yeah. yeah, it's it's already it's already meshed completely together. And it's like a five part story where it's like a uh, Wandavision, Loki, Spider Man three, and uh, Doctor Strange uh, into the mom. <laughs> It's nice. That's yeah, nice that I'm using the, it from now on. Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> no. Michael Hoshino is going to be really happy that I just did that. <laughs> but also, we're going to have Scarlet Witch tagging along with that adventure, and it's a perfect title. <laughs> I feel like that movie is has been uh, made elsewhere. Uh, <laughs> You're right. <laughs> diligently searching after we're done recording. <laughs> No, 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 no. Who needs to dil- diligently search? I just got to search in my own history at this point in time. <laughs> Pop it in the group chat. <laughs> now, let's let's talk a little bit. I haven't seen this movie, um, but we have to talk about the train wreck that oh. is Fantastic Four 
2016, maybe? Yeah, when no, it wasn't 16. 16, no, there's no. I, I, no. <laughs> it was like 14. 14, yeah. 15, around there. Yeah. Maybe In 15. Mid, yeah. mid, uh, fan, mid-teens. <laughs> I'll yeah, fan-dubbed fan Forstick. Fan Forstick, yeah. It, it's just uh, kind of the unnecessary movie. I mean, definitely unnecessary, only made to keep the rights. Exactly. And just kind of a, a, a train wreck. Uh, was directed by Josh Trank, who did Chronicle, and then this kind of destroyed his entire career. 2015. 2015, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he did Chronicle, and Chronicle was not... I, I enjoyed Chronicle. It was like a different kind of take, you yeah. know? But, like... Like, this movie was just so much of a mess. Yeah. And they went back to the Doom Well and, and somehow made it worse. <laughs> like it's like that take on doom. I was like, I was almost offended a little bit because I was like, Oh man, they could maybe do something cool. Doom here. And then I watched it. And I was like, fuck is this? Like, I, I, I'm mad. I paid money for them. Like didn't hate Michael B. Jordan as Johnny storm. Um, you know, the, the cast wasn't really anything special. Like the, it makes the, it makes the first two movies cast look amazing by comparison <laughs> it's like they made them all kids but like i, 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 don't, I don't know it, and no and in fact that's wrong uh, like uh, deep in my heart of hearts i know that they're not when they go into space they're like out of college a handful of years like almost settled and then life gets interrupted yeah yeah it's just not i don't know man it's yeah. I think the most offensive thing from that is the way the thing looks. Ugh. Pile of rocks. <laughs> it's just bad. It's just bad. And like, <laughs> like, so I don't know how much you remember of uh, like the promotional material, but like the stuff that's from the trailers is not in the movie. Like they ended up cutting like a ton of stuff. And it was just like, there was like a scene where he's like, falling through the air is like getting ready to do battle and it looks really badass like from the trailer because trailers that's what they're supposed to do not in the movie like at all doesn't look good it's just it's just absolute trailer and the trailer wasn't even great like if you can't make a two-minute commercial that kind of sells your movie (laughs) yeah honestly like at that point in time suicide squad had a better trailer than that and not just because movie. it has Queen music in it. Yeah. <laughs> Someone told me yesterday, like, uh, Suicide Squad never gets old. And I was like, really? It got old for me in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> it is what I wanted to walk out of. Like, it hit the end and I was like, I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't <laughs> I want like, to. I was <laughs> like, because I knew we were going like, to talk about it with friends later. And I, this is before I started the podcast. And I was like, no, this is just so bad. I don't want to. <laughs> I'm just going to lie and say, no, no, I didn't even see it. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't lie because uh, on, on our show, we did the entire DCEU two by two. Oh, no. oh nice. <laughs> and so when we got to Suicide Squad, holy crap, I promise you that's three quarters of that video. <laughs> just ripping into it on how that dude decided to be. I don't know if you guys know the big comfy couch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And there's a scene where that Joker just lays him, himself out with a whole bunch of knives and like, oh, you are exactly yeah. from the big comfy couch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, movie. Uh, we do a whole episode on how shitty that is. <laughs> um, I, I just don't know what the problem was. Like, with like, there, there's probably some stuff behind the scenes. Oh, there's got to be. Whatever, but it that was movie just... does not come from all sound people. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> it really doesn't. It really doesn't. Like, there was just no cohesion. It wasn't. There was. There was honestly nothing fun about the movie. Like, the superhero movies it's... are supposed to be fun and full of wonder and excitement, and this was just a slog to get through. It just absolutely was. Like, I, I don't think I've ever seen a movie described as chemistryless, <laughs> And that's what that movie was. You no know, two characters could talk to each other. Like, they weren't talking to a wall. I like, feel like Suicide Squad and Fan 4 stick suffer from, like, kind of the same problem. Uh, not that I think... I don't think Fantastic Four would have been good without the studio interference. Because like Josh Trank said that they they like he had a movie made and they just fucking like ripped it apart and made it a pile of shit. Um, how how much of that is actually true? Who knows? I, I don't know. But I mean, if you look at the first trailer of for Suicide Squad, and then the movie we got, and even like the second trailer, it's a completely different movie. <laughs> it is like the uh, feel, the music, everything. Like it's very somber and serious in the first one. Like it's going to be like this, like almost like seven style, like yeah, art piece almost. Yeah. Like gritty crime movie. And then it's just, well, guardians of the galaxy came out. So now let's boost up the soundtrack and throw some slapstick comedy in there. <laughs> yeah. Y'all like slapstick. Cause that's 80% of this movie. <laughs> the, the other 20% is terrible CGI. <laughs> and- we hired Will Smith to be a good actor, but we also remember he does really shitty comedy. So let's flip that switch and get on to another. And then we remember he went adventuring with his own son and went, whoa, okay. <laughs> he, I'm sure he looked at that movie and was like, this is just going to be a paycheck. Big paycheck. He had made a rap for it though. He needs to start doing that again. Nah, man, that's no nah, look, man. That's the summer of Will Smith right there. Like, if it's not a July Fourth Will Smith release, we're not getting an album. We're not getting a single. Come on, come on. That movie was like late fall. He was like, I'm not wasting my time on this shit. <laughs> <laughs> There's no party behind that. The uh, the one thing I will give to to Josh Trank's Fantastic Four is that I think Kate Mara is a much better choice. As Sue Storm, than Jessica okay. Alba. Look, okay. I'm looking at Jessica Alba in this movie, and I'm like, what a smoke show! I hate her blonde hair, especially. In the I second hate movie. her voice. Yeah. I don't like the, when she talks. The second one, she looks like a. They gave her contacts. They gave her blonde hair. It's <laughs> like I don't understand, like why they like the her look in the first movie, while jarring because she's just naturally like a very beautiful dark haired woman. They just like gave her blonde highlights. I was like, all right, fine, it's fine, whatever, it's fine. Sure, it's a mid two thousands thing. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, dude. sure, go for it. You do you, you do you. Oh, speaking of mid two thousands, that soundtrack. Oh, 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 holy shit! That, like pop punk, <laughs> like early two thousands. Wow, the snowboarding scene. Listen, and I, might, oh my and I God. might show my bias here, but that's like my whole jam. <laughs> Look, it's not bad. 
it's not bad. I grew up then. That's that's the stuff that I love, right? But at the same time, it is so dated. Like at, at today years old, <laughs> it's it's tough to watch. <laughs> You're just like, oh, oh, my kid is sitting here watching with me. And he's just like, he's just kind of, he kind of like looked over me for a second, and I was like, don't say anything, <laughs> just leave say it. nothing. There is a lot of if you go back, there are a lot of 2000 movies where it's like, oh no, <laughs> like, what did is this, this for a soundtrack? soundtrack. Like here's some some 41 for you. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> it's like y'all like Papa Roach. Are you about <laughs> to? <laughs> you bet I do. And I ate it up with a spoon and a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> I need more. <laughs> uh, oh God. Oh yeah. So sister. <laughs> That's where we were. Just completely <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how we got that. <laughs> abandoned that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought. I thought you know the costumes were really good. I thought you know Jesse Alba is a very beautiful woman, but I agree with you. I think Kate Mara was a much better fit as Sue Storm. Don't get me wrong. That script is trash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it, she didn't have much like to it, work with. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There isn't. And really anything good to say about that movie. But no. looking at everything that we've dived into here, like what could Marvel possibly do different? Like, like we said, avoid the origin story. Maybe just start as an established team. So here I've got it. Okay. So it's an established team. They're, they're coming back to earth because they miss earth and you you begin the future foundation. And the planet is full of apes. <laughs> they, they, they bury the Statue of Liberty exactly on their way in. Yeah, for sure. It's like, did we hop out of the timeline or something? Yeah. That's actually a really good question. Like, there's so much you could do, but like, you, you also need to find a way to explain how they were available during none of what has happened on Earth at all. Because. Right. Cap was Cap was a thing. Captain Marvel was a thing. Iron Man was a thing, and, and then all this other shit has happened alongside it. The, the Guardians are a thing. Like, how do you, like, how do you, like, have that team be established and off Earth, and then have no repercussions from dealing with Thanos? Like, that's that's asking a lot. Um, I so think. I, what you could do is so after secret wars they were off like rebuilding universes and rebuilding planets Mm. you put them over there what if they do like in endgame rocket explains that every time the snap happened a wave of radiation was released through the Mm -hmm. universe what if they have it where the fantastic form team was in like deep outer space and Clearly, that radiation doesn't affect anyone. But what if they are at some sort of like nexus point where all three of the different snaps all met, converge, and that oh, yeah. that okay. burst of power completely <laughs> fucked their whole DNA up and gave them superpowers? I mean, it's that not the craziest cool. thing in the world, but I mean, it is kind of it would well. Be- hard to explain <laughs> what if they were in the negative zone if you put them in the negative zone that doesn't necessarily make them like they don't have to necessarily deal with a lot of the repercussions of the rest of the established marvel universe Cinematic yeah you, universe. you make an ant-man out of it kind of thing yeah well that is a good point like what if they come like there were talks back in the day uh before 
Fox even made Fant- uh, the last Fantastic Four movie, they were going to reboot it and they were thinking about doing it set in the 60s. That would have been fun. What if you do that where you have you make a Fantastic Four movie set in like the 70s and then they get trapped in like, yeah, like in the negative zone or in like the, the uh, what is it called in Ant-Man? The, the, quantum, the quantum realm? realm. Yeah, yeah, quantum yeah. realm. Yeah, like, and then at the end of Ant-Man 3, they wind up getting like released and they're like, oh shit, like this is why we weren't around. This is why we're already an established team and already have superpowers. Like, yep. And have have Hank Pym know about them, but not like you know, know yeah. about them. You know? Like, yeah. oh, I thought you guys were gone forever. Type of thing. It's just as like right? a quick it's almost like, aside. Yeah. It's like when uh before we had established that Hank Pym was a person, Howard Stark never mentioned him. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But once Hank Pym is already involved, then we've got him. So if you're gonna play in fantastic four land and you do that you could set it in the 70s or in 60s and just pull like lines right out of like stan lee's like pocketbook there yeah and get them trapped it is also a way to bring doom in without being like where the hell is doom been have them be in some sort of like battle and they get trapped they all get trapped together and then when they get released he gets released like somewhere else yeah, so it's like uh, do that. Liberia thing. comes back. <laughs> yeah, do that. Do that thing where like, like Doom like messes with some of the calculations because he thinks Reed is wrong, but Reed is actually right, and it and it gets them trapped in the negative zone, and then yeah, they come back at like different points, and then it you know set it, set that up. I don't know. Just just kind of do the Baron Mordo thing. You mention him, he's around, but he doesn't turn until you don't know he's going to, well i mean we know he's going to turn but you don't know he's going to turn until much much later or he's not a threat until much much later well it also if you want to set up that reed richards is an asshole which is oh, kind yeah. of like it's a hard thing to sell the audiences i think in movies because you oh. don't want, like your main character to be a dick really even though the, right. a lot of them are so here's the thing about that right coming from the 60s into today's world the he would be an asshole. <laughs> he would just yeah immediately be a dick He'd kind well, of right. be a dead. That's how he'd be perceived. It wasn't. It was just the way you acted to your wife and your family then. But now it's like, hey, man, no, 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 no. Nah, man. <laughs> well, you go make me dinner. Whoa, 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 bro. No, no, no. <laughs> Don't do that. He's very prideful of his genius. Like he is egotistical because he's yeah. the smartest person in the world. You could have it be the fact that like no one knows of him and no one's ever mentioned him because he was on the verge. Like the project yeah. that they're working on that got them stuck in the negative zone was the project that was going to like cement his legacy. Yeah. He's so making he's eat shit the jaded, whole movie. He's this <laughs> jaded prick in the future because like he never got his big shot and no one knows who he is, even though everybody he's the smartest person in the universe. Everybody knows Tony Stark, but nobody knows Reed Richards. Yeah. Like sure. yeah. Tony and yeah. Howard Stark. And Hank Pym, like his yeah. contemporaries. He like his contemporaries are known, but he's just like he's not even a footnote. So he has the, to like the, the Tesla of his time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would be really interested in something like that. I think that could work. I think a whole like different branch of way to spin it is there was a story with Iron Man and doom where they accidentally slung themselves into like Arthurian times. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so that's, that's where they are. <laughs> and our movie, you know, our movie is getting back to there. And now you have, 
five people out of time coming into what will be 2030. Yeah. yeah. That could be, yeah. Right? And so Doom may have thought that, oh, with this, uh, the 60s technology or the 70s technology, that's how I got there. But look what I could do with all of this with a smartphone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like that could be, uh, be really good. And like, he's still like really in front of everything. Like he's just so he's that smart that was like, he's like, Oh yeah, I can take this and make it like 40 times better. Like easily. No problem. I think that's how you sort of uh, subvert the like Reed Richards is supposed to be intelligently smart, but with the existence of like Howard Stark and Tony Stark and Ironheart right away here quick. Mm-hmm. I think that yes, he was the smartest person in his time with his tech. But when you bring him, he's a little bit outclassed and has got some some character growth to do. Not just in smarts, but in the way like people handle each other now. Yeah, I feel like if you make uh, Sue, because I feel like Sue's always been the person who, who can just adapt to social situations better than probably anybody else on the team. Right. Like, like, I mean, you see Ben and Ben has a big heart, but he's also kind of a fucking monster. So people don't really just like go, oh, hey, look at this guy. Let me just hang out with this dude. Like, no, is this guy going to like rip my arms off if I'm not careful? So that doesn't always work well. Johnny's a hothead, uh, which they, they, (laughs) you know, it's, it's such a dated phrase and they make like sure to say it over and over again in, in the first two movies. Uh, They do. They love that joke. They really do. But, you know, I think he like if you, again, establish that that friendship between Johnny Storm and Spider-Man, because they're both kind of young ish dudes um, and, and they are really good friends like that could be fun. Um, yeah, it's one of his amazing friends. If memory serves me right. <laughs> uh, n- no, it, it's Firestar and oh. Iceman. I'm old. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I got my dudes on fire confused. <laughs> And Firestar's a chick. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, I think it could work out. I think it could work out. Yeah, I feel like there, there's a lot of... Because they have to do something like that. I mean, unless you are going to, like, establish them, like, with a, they're in outer space. Look, some event happens. Now they got superpowers or whatever. Silver Surfer went by, and now they're the Fantastic Four. Like, I feel like it would work better if they were kind of, like, out of place because i mean look at the fucking x-men like what are they gonna do there they're gonna have to be from like another universe or something (laughs) not necessarily i mean because i think some of the theories that i've seen were that the snaps trigger the radiation that caused the mutation that's got some merit to it yeah but then you're not gonna have like wolverine who's 200 years old and shit that's true that's true you you honestly hot take maybe avoid wolverine for a little while yeah you know what That's not even a hot take. That's a regular size take. I'm in for like, no, 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 no. Wolverine back pocket. You can always do a Wolverine movie. Once you find the person, that's it. You've locked it in. I know what you do. You do like, like a a giant sized X-Men. Yeah. What, what team are you going with there? Like who, who's on your X-Men team? Storms on my X-Men team. Yes. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) You nailed that right off the bat. <laughs> of course. Right? And uh-huh. I think it's exactly like Xavier going around and finding this team. 
That's the X Men. X Men one should be. I want Going a DC Egypt. Kitty Pride. Yep. Storm, I love. Colossus, can't forget about that guy. Oh yeah, you gotta have Colossus. Right, and then you got Kitty love- Pride and Colossus. Colossus, that's kind of fun. Yeah, play with that. Iceman's right on your team, and if you're, tell me I'm wrong. Oh boy. Yeah, I want a grown up Iceman. Yeah, I'd, yeah. Want, I'd want an adult Iceman. And the reason I want a di- adult Iceman is uh, that's an openly gay character. Yeah. Yeah. N- now. Now. Yes. But and yes. that's what you pull from. Honestly, I feel like that's that's such a such a a definitive moment for a lot of people. Obviously, yeah. you know, we're in Pride Month right now. So, yeah, sure. But I feel like that would be great. Like the Marvel Universe has been pretty good about lately anyway, about making sure their characters aren't just looking one way or, you know, behaving one way. They've kind of been diversifying, which I think is great. It is true. Um, not not to jump into my own self-promo and suck my own dick, but... You can do we- that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Marilyn Manson. Dude replaced a ribcage. <laughs> Had to pull a couple of them out to get that done, but he got the job done more than once. But no, we, we talked about... Uh, how the MCU actually has like a very bad track record when it comes to LGBTQ representation mm-hmm. and like Oya or Ao. Yeah. Ao from black Panther. That's oh, yeah. a, that's a bisexual woman in the comics. And there was either a scripted or a deleted scene that Ao and, um, Oh, what's the, the center one. From the Dormelage. Okoye? Yes, thank you. That they share a look, and it's very much a, um, not romantic, but very flirtatious kind of scene of talking to each other on how well they look in their dresses. Mm. Not mad about that. Uh, look, <laughs> I, I think I think they're going to get better. I think Eternals is supposed to have some, some uh, more LGBTQ representation, which is great. You know? 100%. It just needs to be there. like. And Thor 4 is openly, like Tessa Thompson has come out and said, Oh yeah, looking for her queen. I'm like, okay, 10-4. <laughs> Let's go. Like, in, in Endgame, Thor makes her king. Yeah. Not regency, not queen, king. You are king of Asgard. That's the title that gets passed. Yep. Which is a badass move. Right? <laughs> Which is something I didn't, like, I didn't catch that line until my most recent watch. Oh no! I caught it, I, I caught it right away. I'm so it, glad that's so in good. my brain now. Yeah, <laughs> delightful. Uh, I'm Fantastic Four. Like there's, like at the core though, I want it to be a movie about exploration, you know, adventure. Like that's the thing that I love most about, like that team. That's what, that that was my first super team. Right. Like right. I started reading comics and I started with Spider-Man. So I love Spider-Man. Anybody knows me knows I love Spider-Man. Yes, sir. But my natural progression, because I went back first before I went like a, like a lot of modern stuff, it was month to month. So I had time to fill. I was right. like, oh, let's find out more about Spider-Man. I find out he's like part. He's like been part of the Fantastic Four. I'm like, Fantastic Four? Teach me about the Fantastic Four. And I like started reading Fantastic Four. And I was like, oh, my learned. God, this is awesome. This is incredible. Yeah. Like the the family dynamics, like the space adventures, the subterranean adventures, like it just it was so fun to me. And that's that's the feel I want from an MC, MCU movie. 
I think to add to that, that movie needs to carry a deep, deep loved family aspect. Yeah. As their title suggests, Marvel's first family needs to carry that to heart. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I wouldn't mind seeing them be a dif- dysfunctional family. <laughs> of course like they, they are. are. They've got stupid powers. Like, <laughs> of course they are. I mean, every family is a dysfunctional. And there's no, there's no perfectly healthy family. But you know, they they just do theirs very publicly. Right. <laughs> Fortunately or unfortunately, depending on. Yeah, I I think parts of that get conveyed in the in the first two movies. You know, where they do, you can tell they do care about each other, especially like a lot of dynamics between Johnny and Ben. Like, right. They, they go at it like, uh, so I have two kids, five and three, and they're both boys and they go at it. And that's kind of exactly what that was. You need each other to push each other's buttons. Like that entire scene in the first movie where uh, Johnny plays p- pranks on Ben. <laughs> <laughs> that it's perfect. Oh, that was pretty fun. <laughs> right? It's like wiping his face with whipped cream. That is super like, I did that to my brother. <laughs> that dude so, deserved it. It's so funny. <laughs> it really is. It's great. Uh, and, and like the scene, and like it got real too. When 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 uh, Ben balls up Johnny's car and then. Johnny hits Ben with a with a fireball, and they're just like, "Oh, but fuck you up, dude!" <laughs> like, like the, yeah, that's the turn, it. it's game the turn, over. Yeah, and like anybody who has a sibling, like that is a, that is a very real thing that happens. Like yep. there are just times where you just kind of turn, you're just like, I'm gonna fucking murder you. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but you also, in times of crisis, lean on those people. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, I I can mess with I can mess with Johnny, I can mess with Ben, but anybody else, no. No, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna find you, <laughs> you know yeah. that, that type of thing, and and that's that's really like an, another really good point. Like that dynamic has to be there. The other dynamic that I think needs to be super emphasized is like Reed and Ben need to have gone to college together, been schoolmates, have a camaraderie like no other. Yeah, that that, that why else would palpable. he get this dude to fly this plane? Yeah, that is true. And I feel like they were pretty tight in the original one, but they they like quickly got away from it. Yeah, the Trank Four. I think that's kind of like I feel like he was just kind of like a guy that he knew that happened to be a a pilot instead of yeah. like his best friend that like also went to school with him and was also an incredible pilot, you know, on the side. That's the way they're playing it in uh, the most recent series, uh, Fantastic Four Life Story. Yeah, that's really good. I like that. It's a A, it's a beautiful book. B, he's just a pilot he meets at a bar. Oh, no shit. Yeah, I haven't read that. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I, I mean, I would probably wait for the for the graphic novel. Um, oh, because it's going to be a masterful big size edition like Spider-Man Life Story was. And that's yeah. awesome. Oh, man, that story was uh, great. I loved uh, it. Do you know there's an annual coming out? What? No, I did not know that. Oh, yeah. Jump on. It's the same writer, same everything. <laughs> oh, okay. Not to deviate yeah, too much, but uh, has the last Ronin finished up the TMNT book? It has not. No. I I'm think waiting. there's two books left. I'm waiting for that to finish. So it I got heavy pushback with delays from the Rona. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Goddamn Rona. It, it looks amazing, though. I want to read it. <laughs> but I've been <laughs> holding off. I don't want to go issue by issue. Yeah, I'm I'm just going to grab the trade. Yeah. 
But let's uh, let's end on this question. I saw this question posed online, and I, I'm curious to hear what you guys have to say about it. Will the former Avengers Tower become Oscorp, or will it become the Baxter Building? <sighs> so I don't think it becomes Oscorp. Like, uh, not unless Disney somehow buys Sony, because <laughs> it, it's just it's too it's too much. I feel like it's more likely to be a Baxter building. Wait, is it still standing? It is in yeah. fact still standing. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. Then I think it's more likely to be a Baxter building than uh, Avengers tower because of it. And you know, I, I don't even know that that's like <laughs> as a logical like point. I don't think the city of New York would just be like, yeah, just put another tower of superheroes <laughs> right in the middle of our city. Oh, yeah. This is a great dude. idea. This has worked out so well for us. Remember right. when we emptied that building out and it crashed into Coney Island? <laughs> <laughs> Remember the time a giant space worm came down right at this tower? Like, yeah, yeah. no, I don't, I, don't, I don't think they'll do that. Like, it wouldn't make sense, but if they did it. No, nah, no, nah, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. No, 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 no. No, no mayor of New York is like, oh, yeah, throw money at that for sure. Especially in its decrepit state now. But you can you can easily change that A into a four. You could. You, sure you could. could if you wanted to, for sure. And you could use the helipad for the Fantastic Car. Exactly. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Fantastic Car is nice. Or for a um, Green Goblin carrier. <laughs> it, yeah. And I also don't think it's an, it's an Oscorp. I think that's too far steeped in like what else this Spidey does. And while this Spidey is somewhere between friendly neighborhood and like sensational, you know, I don't, I don't think Oscorp even comes up for three more movies. I don't, I, I think Sony plays in their own field for a little while longer. And it's like, we've got a Gwen for you. And then Marvel <laughs> throws more money at them. Uh, we, we've kind of already done that though. I think Marvel needs to throw a lot of money at them and just snatch them up and get Spider-Man. I, I hard disagree. Really? Really. I think it will be a long time. So it took us a long time to get us a Spider-Verse movie. Even with Marvel's like brain trust and Kevin Feige at the helm, I think it's too long of a time for us as fans to get on more Spider-Verse. I think the more time you put between us and Spider-Verse 2 is worse for us all. Yeah, that movie, like, honestly, I just, I think exploring the concept of Miles is so necessary that, yeah, they need to push that movie out sooner rather than later. I, it's, it's difficult because it's an animated feature, but, um, yeah, I, I kind of agree. And listen, it's such a pleasant like, surprise. Right? It's the best. And I won't, really I won't sit here and defend, like, Venom 1 and Venom 2 more than there are popcorn, popcorn flicks. Mm-hmm. But where else, like, it's how long will it take you to get to Craven? How long will it take you to get to Silk? How long will it take you to get to Madam Web? I'm honestly so confused by what Sony's attempting to do here. Because, like, how many, like, I think Silk's a great character. Again, more representation, more inclusion. Let's go. But when it comes to things like Craven, does, does Craven need a movie? Does he? Well. Yeah. My thing is, Craven has exactly one good story. And you kind of can't do that movie twice. <laughs> Says you. <laughs> and why are you like, solely focused on making like a Spider-Man-less Spider-Man universe? Like, 
you own that game. character. You can still use him. Like just put Tom Holland's into Venom or into fucking Craven or whatever. <laughs> but here's the thing: if you can explore these characters, right? Like I was saying, Craven's got one good story. So if you can give us an adaptation that actually makes Craven like a different thing, like we'll have Craven's Last Hunt and then this Craven movie, it could be that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I just I don't I don't really want to see Kickass as Craven Hunt. <laughs> it's that's, yeah, I don't really want to see casting. some dude who can't run faster than bullets do that. Yeah. I think you he's mean Quicksilver. Like, <laughs> he's supposed to be huge. Like he's supposed to be like fucking Schwarzenegger. Yeah, he's supposed uh, to be some Conan man. Like, come on, yeah. Quicksilver yeah. can't wrestle a lion. <laughs> no, <laughs> he can try. <laughs> and I'll sit here and watch work. that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to go well for you. I go to the movie theater for that movie. That's for sure. <laughs> so yeah, this was a great time, fellas. This was I could do this all day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. oh hell yeah! I, thank you so much for having me. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, thank you. Is there any final comments you have on what what you're hoping for for Fantastic Four from Marvel? I just hope it's fun. Like <laughs> yeah. I hope it's good, and I hope it's fun. Yeah, I was gonna say, please be good. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, if you look at the comics, I think if you look at John's burn run, John Burns run of Fantastic Four, mm. and then you look at the uh, Stan run and like the the heart that went into creating those characters and where the the champions in which they spawned from, I think somewhere in there you've got a fantastic movie. I don't think you need to look more further than a Jonathan Hickman run. Yeah. Oh man, that run is so good. Uh, I think in a lot of those, you've got a perfect film waiting for you. I I, I agree. Especially that Hickman stuff. It's like, it's so detailed and has a lot of cinematic quality. I agree with you. That's, that's really good. Smart, smart move by you. Yeah. I mean, I trust Marvel at this point. They haven't super gone wrong yet. So well, they've only missed twice and that's a fine enough run for me. Yeah, yeah. Out, of, out of like 20 movies? Yeah. No, it's more than 20 movies. Yeah, I think they're 20. This will, Black Widow will be 22, I think. or 20 Black Widow will be 23. Yeah. yeah. I, I, can't, I can't complain there. Honestly, I want to see them be like a cornerstone of. They have to be. Of the universe. Like, because I think Guardians is going to pretty much be done after three. Right. Right. So. And the Fantastic Four hmm. being like. I don't know, because they have that Christmas special coming too. Is that going to be before? That's, or that's Disney Plus. Yeah, but it, it's still canon. It's, it's still within though. the storytelling. Yeah, yeah. But weird no, Fantastic Four is the last thing on the schedule. Yeah. So yeah. everything comes before that. Yeah. Including Ironheart. I'm fine with. It's good. I'm excited for that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. That uh, Fantastic Four being the cornerstone of like the comic book Marvel universe, and that's where we get your Black Panthers and your Eternals and your Inhumans, for that matter. I think. I think they need to be special. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's hoping they they make something special out of it because it deserves it. It definitely deserves it, and it definitely can be done. So, fingers crossed they pull it off, which I'm sure they will. Yeah, I've, like I said, I have faith in Marvel. But uh, yeah, like I said, thank you guys so much for doing this. This was this was amazing. Anytime. Uh, why don't you go ahead and plug yourself, Mike? We'll start with you. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find your show and what's all about and all where right. all your social media so- are at. The Twisted Cape. Uh, you can start at the website. It's the best place to find anything for us. Our satire, our opinion articles, our reviews. You can listen to our podcast on the website. Uh, the Twistcast, you can listen to on any streaming 
platform service. We also have Mike's Thick Stack, which is a weekly comic book <laughs> podcast. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. Oh, yeah. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you about that later. It's silly. <laughs> uh, you can find us. Their OnlyFans page. <laughs> <laughs> I make that joke a lot. Uh, you, you can, uh, you can, Follow us on any social at the Twisted Cape, no spaces, um, Facebook, which is a dead platform, Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, uh, YouTube. We do a live stream every Thursday night. Um, I, this this month we're focusing on LGBTQ month uh, in Hell comics yeah, specifically, um, and it's it's going to be fantastic. So we'd love to have you join us. Hell yeah, Red. What about you, buddy? Tell the people all about yourself. Yeah, so you can find uh, us live on twitch.tv slash nerdcrusade where uh, we've got two shows. We've got a Monday Night Mixer, which we've been playing some Pokemon. We've been playing some Smash Bros. Uh, if either of you guys got it, I'm going to come kick your ass with a game and watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, we've been hunting some legendaries in a Pokemon Sword and Shield. Um, our other show is the Itty Bitty Nerdy Committee, which is our <laughs> our weekly news show. And it's also a comic book review show. Uh, which we get fans to vote on. Yes. And then we've got the actual podcast itself, the Nerd Crusade podcast, where we we are also in the middle of um, what we've been calling the gay agenda. <laughs> uh, uh, perfect name. <laughs> uh, thank you, sir. So, yeah, uh, this uh, by the time this episode comes out, we'll have our episode on coming out in media. Nice. Oh, yeah. And let me tell you, that hasn't been recorded yet as of the time of this recording. That is my most look forward to episode that we're going to be doing. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then the rest of the socials, we are at Crusade Nerd on Twitter and at Nerd Crusade on Instagram. Hell yeah. Yeah, you boys have to come back on and do a commentary sometime. Maybe we can do Fantastic Four Silver yeah. Surfer. <laughs> or we can, uh, we can uh, add some other of our uh, hashtag in nerd circle and we can do should oh, yeah. Disney buy Sony? Oh, that's true. That's a very short episode. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no. Two out of three. <laughs> two thirds again. You cursed my two thirds. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. I can't wait to do this again. This was a blast. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. Four. I'm going to record another part later, so I'll just stop recording. <laughs> That was so much fun. Thanks again to Mike and Red for coming on and doing that. I'd, I'd love to do more stuff like this. I think that was a, that was a really fun time. Uh, sorry if you hear any background noise. It's really loud in my neighborhood right now, so I'll make this quick. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, FNBM Podcast. We are on Facebook and Instagram, FNBM, the number four in the letter U. You can find our merch on our Threadless store, which is fmbn.threadless.com. So this is going to be like a Marvel-centric week. As you just heard, we, we just talked about Fantastic Four going into the MCU. And then there will be a very special commentary on Friday for the release of Black Widow. And then on, on next Monday, we will have our review of Black Widow up. And then we are going to go on a little break for a while. We're going to still be recording episodes and stuff. We just want to get some in the bank and as you've heard over the last few weeks at the beginning of the show uh me and chris and miles are starting a horror movie podcast so we're doing stuff for that so just need a little bit of a break to to make sure that everything can keep flowing nice and evenly so um yeah 
So we will see you on Friday with a very secret special commentary that I know you'll love. And then we'll see you next Monday for our Black Widow review. Uh, I am Josh, and for everybody that's always on this show, (laughs) stay nerdy, my friends. (laughs) 